Hello, everyone. Welcome to a really exciting bonus episode. I am so thrilled for you to meet Ashlyn Shoup. She is the woman that I am interviewing today, and she is a dear friend of mine. She is a teacher and a mom of two young children, and she has a heart the size of North America. I tell you what. She started a nonprofit in her not-so-spare time called Made for Others, and this nonprofit serves the community in our area in Southern California that does not have a home. Ashlyn calls them the unhoused, which I think is such a beautiful way to explain somebody who sees themselves in a situation where they don't have a home to live. And it's a very unfortunate situation, and it's a huge problem. Southern California is an extraordinarily expensive place to live. I live in a little two-bedroom, and it's about 1,200 square feet, And it's almost $3,000 a month to rent it. It's $2,700, actually. And it's, you know, that's a lot of money. And that's what it's like to rent in this area. Before I came to this place, the place I rented was a less than 600 square foot one bedroom with my two boys. And it was $1,800 a month. So you can see that for... People like living here in Southern California is so expensive, and many, many, many people have housing insecurity. So, my dear friend Ashlyn Shoup started a nonprofit to help these people, and she creates hygiene care kits and passes them out. She creates warm meals and passes those out, and she is doing a really special, really large fundraiser to have a day for the unhoused to have showers. She is trying to organize a day where they can get showers and haircuts and a fresh set of clothing and a warm meal. And she needs our help to raise that money. And so this episode today is a very special episode to help Ashlyn raise that money. She only needs to raise $4,000 and I know we can help her. The link to her charity website is in the show notes, and I encourage each of you to go in and donate something. Even $10 gives somebody a hygiene kit, so any donation you can make is super helpful. I love this community. I know you guys have giant hearts, and I know that you will help Ashlyn. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Radical Audacity Podcast. I'm Tiffany Kane, your host. On this podcast, you are going to meet people that walk their own path, live life on their own terms, let go of other people's rules and expectations and the shoulds in life, and instead live life in their own truth, integrity, and authenticity. This podcast will give you the inspiration you need to live your own radically audacious life. Enjoy the episode. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to this exciting bonus episode of Radical Audacity. I have a really special person here today. Ashlyn is the founder of a nonprofit, and she's the president, and just she's amazing, you guys. And I'm so excited for her to tell you about her project, what she has going on, and we are all going to work together to help her raise the money to make her dream come true. She has a really exciting dream. Uh, a goal, a goal for July. It's coming up soon. So we're all going to work together. So this bonus episode is a shameless plug to raise money for Ashlyn's fundraising efforts. And I am so excited. Ashlyn, will you please say hello to everybody and tell us about your nonprofit organization that you created? Of course. Well, first, I want to say thank you so much for having me and just giving me this opportunity to share about Made for Others, Inc. and how we strive to make a difference in the lives of every person, including those who are in house. So um, just thank you for this opportunity. But um, as I mentioned, uh, we do support those who um, are unhoused and are actually living out on the streets. Um, our goal is really to make every human being feel loved including those who are without shelter and without the necessities for daily living. So one of the things that we do, actually we do a couple things. Um, we like to go out on a regular basis, typically weekly, and we deliver either hot meals or we'll deliver hygiene kits <clears throat> to make sure that they have what they need. Um, but they also... Um, get that opportunity to make connections with people um, who truly care about them. And I think one of the biggest things is making sure that they feel loved, that their lives feel valued, that they feel valued and that they matter. Um, so that's kind of what we do at Maine. Yay. Okay. So I want to give everybody a little bit of a background on us, and then we're going to dive into your story a little bit more. So Ashlyn and I work in worked, I'm going to use worked, <laughs> in public <laughs> education together. We were in the same office. Ashlyn worked for the 712 side, grades 7 through 12, and I worked in the K-6. And so we're both professional development experts. We're both teaching coaches. We're both very passionate about education and students and all of that. So, you know, right off the bat, you know, Ashlyn has a giant heart. And then Ashlyn and I connected as well over this project that she has, this nonprofit she started, which is, I mean, so beautiful that you not only are a mom of two young children and a full-time working mom at that, but you also devote so much time to taking care of the unhoused population. And that's, it's really a population that I think gets overlooked a lot. It's it makes a lot of us uncomfortable, right? We look mm -hmm. at them and think, "Oh my goodness, I maybe am one paycheck away from that," right? Like it it I know for me, I'm speaking for me personally, but a lot of people that I've talked to, it becomes this could that be me? And it's mm -hmm. a very kind of scary feeling. And so I think a lot of times we avert our eyes. You know, it's not pretty, it's not nice, it's kind of scary, and we avert mm -hmm. our eyes. And here you are going out there and saying, you are humans that deserve love, deserve respect, deserve a warm meal. And I just think that is such a gorgeous part of your soul. And we were already friends before I knew this. And then once I found out about this, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Ashlyn, I love it. So I reached out to you and said, how can I help you? How can I help you 
with your organization, and that's why we're here today. So I want to dive in a little bit into this, what brought you into wanting to serve the unhoused population in Orange County? Uh, So I live in Stanton in Orange County, and I'm not sure if anybody out there is familiar with Stanton. Um, Stanton has one of the largest, I believe, um, unhoused populations, Mm -hmm. uh, partly because Stanton is unincorporated, but it's also where three cities kind of connect. Mm -hmm. So we have Westminster, we have Garden Grove, and we have Stanton. And it seems to be one of these areas where no, the cities don't want to deal with the, you know, the people living out on the streets underneath the bridge and whatnot. So I am, of of course, getting on and off freeways constantly with my kids driving up and down the roads. And I'm, I'm interacting with these Mm -hmm. people on a daily basis. And I just came to the realization that these are my neighbors. And I think no matter where we are, if we see somebody living out on the street, they are your neighbor. Mm. And I know if I was in their situation, I would hope that somebody would say hi to me, that would treat me as an equal and that would help me if I needed it. And so one of the things that um, I wanted to do was I wanted to do something with my own children. As you mentioned, I have two boys. They're four and six years old, and I wanted to do something for our community. So we started putting together, just the and my husband, the four of us, um, hygiene kits probably a few years ago before the pandemic hit. And then the pandemic happened. And I just had some time to think, and I realized, uh, although we're doing this and sending out hygiene kits, we need help. Mm-hmm. And I think if we wanted to have a larger impact in the lives of those living um, unhoused, we need more people. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the, like this earlier this year, I said, why not? Why not start a nonprofit? You know, you get all these doubts in your head of like, no, you really can't make an impact. Mm-hmm. No, you're not good enough. No, you're not going to get the funds. No, you're not going to get help. There's so like so much yes. doubt and fear anytime you start something. Yes. And so it was like, you know what? Why not? Let's do ah, this. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so we started it. And the amount of support that we've gotten this year is just blown me away. And, um, I think one of the amazing things, as you mentioned, you know, we're educators and I have had a group of educators that have just really stepped up. Um, and we actually partnered with a couple, um, local special education programs because it's in our heart. Um, but we also know that those that have disabilities also have a difficult time getting a job. Mm -hmm. So while we could help the unhoused, we also wanted to give students the opportunity to practice a vocational and daily living skills. So we partnered with AHA special education programs to have the students work on um, assembling the kits and helping us cook meals. Oh, that is so wonderful. Yeah. So um, audience, uh, listeners, I want you to know, Ashlyn, in the 712 world, has a specialty in special education. That's how Ashlyn and I combined is I was also in the special education world and we worked on several projects together. So being able to now you're helping two populations in our society that often get overlooked and you're helping. Oh my goodness. This just gives me so just chills in every way, shape and form. I love you so much. Okay. Oh, thanks. So um, I want to 
dig a little deeper into who these people are. So I worked in Staten, some of the schools, one school in particular that I supported was there right on the border of Stanton and Garden Grove. And so I know Mm -hmm. exactly the bridge you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I know exactly the underpass and the on-ramp where there was always a big encampment. And it was so sad because it would come and get totally cleaned out. Mm -hmm. And then within a couple of days, it's back. And it just seems like such a challenge. It's, yes, Mm -hmm. these are people, these are humans. We need to take care of them and honor them, but also... It's it's like what what's the right way to do this? You know, how mm-hmm. do we truly help these people? I was wondering if you could help humanize. You know, I think yeah. a lot of times we look and don't necessarily see the individual. We don't necessarily yeah. see the person. Do you happen to have a story about one of these individuals that you've interacted with that you think would be important for people to hear? Absolutely. So I have a few, but I think one that sticks closest to my heart is this gentleman. His name is Ken. And I met him actually in Fountain Valley. And I met him at a McDonald's. Mm. And um, he was sitting there eating. And I was with my kids. And he just started talking to me and was just probably one of the kindest people I have ever met. So we're talking and he just continues to tell me a little bit about himself, trying to get to know me a little bit. And um, he, we eventually got to talking and he was telling me that he struggles with substance abuse and he has had the hardest time overcoming it and that he has no support. Mm. And I think one of the things that he shared was because that he's a single male, he's also having a hard time getting into a shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, when I had talked to him, it was in the wintertime and we were just coming upon this, oh gosh, this huge storm and it was going to rain. And I just remember feeling so bad for him um, and him, his desire to get into a shelter and he can't get into it, not just because of the waiting list, but also because of the things that he's facing personally. And he, he's like reaching out for help. And it was just like, my heart realized that these people need help and they just don't have the means to go about getting it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, one of the things that I've learned, um, through this journey is that about 40% of the people who are on house have a disability, a -hmm. mental health disorder, and or struggle with substance abuse disorders. And so I think the thing is, it's it's just knowing that they just need support yes. and they just need connection to resources. Mm-hmm. Mm. Those rainy days when we are warm and cozy in our homes and mm-hmm. there are so many people that don't have that. Can we dig a little deeper into these hygiene kits Mm. that you make? Mm -hmm. What goes into the hygiene kit and how much does one of these hygiene kits cost? Like how much do you, what kind of donation creates a hygiene kit? Absolutely. So back to Ken, Um, I had hygiene kits in my car and um, I asked if I could buy him something from McDonald's and he had already eaten, but I was able to give him a hygiene kit and he was so grateful for this because this had socks, this had blankets, this had water and snacks and deodorant and toothpaste and toothbrush. So it just had a lot of the daily living essentials. And one of the things that I actually talked to him about was I said, you know, 
do you find this helpful? <laughs> you know, I yeah. want to get the, the user feedback. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. You know, do you, is this something that you would You're always appreciate? collecting data, Ashlyn. Exactly. Always the data collector. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like asking him for feedback. And he said that this was exactly what he needed. Oh. And so he said, um, well, I had peanuts in there at the time. And he mentioned to me that peanuts are hard for him to chew because of the dental issues. And I'm like, well, of course, duh. So we substituted out peanuts and we put in other things um, for people that obviously have a difficult time with uh, chewing as well as having diabetes. I think that's one of the mm-hmm. biggest things is that the people living out on the streets struggle with um, their health. Um, so we're just trying to be mindful of what we put in it. But um, the hygiene kits really consist of the requests that we receive from people living um that who are unhoused. And so uh, water is obviously one of the biggest things. Um, we had somebody tell us how dehydrated they are and that Uh. the water helps so much. So we do water and we do snacks and we do, um, anything hygiene related. So, uh, um, deodorant, like I said, toothpaste, toothbrush. Uh, we also include emergency blankets, um, just because, you know, they're living out, it gets cold at night and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, And socks are probably the top requests that we get. Mm. And then do you also create special hygiene kits for women? I would imagine they have some very special needs with that that as well. Yes, they do. So we um, have backpacks that we just now started putting them in and we have it so that way when we give um, a hygiene kit it's in the clear back or in the backpack so that way it can still stay you know a little personal and a right so that way we're not advertising what goes on in women's lives <laughs> right <laughs> I okay and you're still keeping dignity in mind like you've mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. allowing that dignity and allowing that okay you you may be unhoused but you still mm-hmm. have the right to how <laughs> you have your business out in the world. <laughs> exactly. Yes, hygiene and all of that. That's beautiful. How much does it cost to create one of those? Oh, so it really depends. Uh, the pandemic has kind of thrown a little hitch in it, as mm. you probably know, with uh, initially everything being stuck out on shipping containers and we had some inflation. Um, but it, depending on the type of resources we're putting into this kit, it can cost anywhere between six and $10 to put one together. That's it. Wow. As long as we do bulk orders, if we can get like where we're buying bulk and it's down to like the deodorants, we can get them down to sometimes 50 cents, depending on how many we can get. But, um, yeah, it's been a blessing. Um, I think that lately we've received a lot of donations um, from people who are going to like the dollar store for us or buying mm-hmm. stuff on our Amazon wish list. As a matter of fact, we just put 120 together yesterday. Oh my goodness. What I love about this, Ashlyn, is this is something that even on a, a, somebody on a budget can say, okay, well, if I give you $20, then I'm helping two to three people. Absolutely. Which is that's big. That's to to know that your twenty dollar donation is actually making a difference for somebody is a big deal. Absolutely, that's really incredible. All right, so we have something exciting to talk about. You have a huge goal for the month of July, and that is why we are on this call because I'm on a mission to help you make this goal happen. Because I think your your dream and your goal is amazing. Will you tell us about this goal and tell us how this goal came about? What made you think of it? Uh, 
going back to my friend Ken, I mean, when I talk about Ken, he like, he is the reason why I said, why not? Let's do this. Let's turn this into a nonprofit. But one of the things when I was talking with him amongst other people that we come across in the community is um, showers Mm -hmm. and access to having the ability to take shower, to get clean and to get haircuts. Um, So I was talking to also one of my friends, Mike. Um, his name is Mike and he's over on one of the corners, uh, near my house. And I was talking to him and I invited him to go, uh, to church with me one day for Easter. Cause I, you know, I'm like, Hey, I don't know if you're doing anything, but come with me. And he told me, we'll see, because he was very aware, um, uh, that his clothes had not been washed in a while. Mm. And he was worried about what people would think. And that broke my heart. I was just like, we are doing showers. We are getting haircuts. We're getting clean clothes. We are getting the things that these people need. Um, so our hope is in July, our hope is to put together kind of this mega event, this outreach event, uh, pop-up village person, if you would say, where we can rent portable showers so that way people um, who are in house can come by, can take a shower um, they can get soap, shampoo, conditioner when they're done. They're going to hopefully get a haircut if they'd like to get one, brand new clothes, shoes, mm-hmm. and then a hot meal. Um, and then wow. hopefully they can walk away with some hygiene kits that they can keep uh, for later at another time. Oh my goodness. This is so exciting. So exciting. What does that mean for somebody on house to be able to go and do that? Like you're, you're talking to these people on a regular basis. Why is this so important for them? What does it mean to them? It means a lot to them. Um, obviously, you know how it. How does it feel when you take a shower in the morning or at night? You know, right. it's just like it's a, the best yeah. feeling in the world. And you're like, you know what? Right. I just need a shower. And so yeah. the fact that you know the house haven't had showers in a really long time, you know, it's like they appreciate it. And so um, I think in addition to just having a shower, getting cleaned, a lot of them actually have um, like open wounds and sores. Mm. And I think even the fact that they'll just get in the shower to clean um, those areas off will help them physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ashlyn, this is so... I'm I'm so excited about this. I know that my son and I want to be a part of it and I'm going to be donating and I'm going to put a call out there to everybody listening to donate something because like you heard, $10 buys one kit, $20 buys two kits. And now with this big giant goal of getting the shower truck in the village and, and hair, getting haircuts and clothes and like all of this, what is your fundraising goal to make this actually happen? So our fundraising goal is $4,000. We are hoping to reach that goal to be able to rent the showers. um, So that way we can um, be able to do at least an eight eight person shower rental. um, So that way we can get multiple people going into the showers at the same time. But we'd also like to buy, obviously, towels and soap, shampoo, conditioner, Mm -hmm. um, razors, and then more uh, products for our hygiene kits, clothes, shoes, 
you name it, um, hot meals, water. So um, that would really help us to be able to provide all of these things to um, our unhoused community. I think that's a really doable goal. I mean, that's a very, very doable goal. We we can do this. I hope so. (laughs) I know that the people listening are going to be very much wanting to help you with this goal. I have a very generous, loving community, and I know they want to help. So how do they help? What are some of the best ways for them to help? So we have a website. It's madeforothers.org. And on that website, we have a few different ways that you can help out. Um, One of them is we have um, our PayPal uh, connected to it, as well as through Zelle is another way you can access us. So any monetary donations, we are very appreciative of and will happily accept through PayPal or Zelle. Um, we also have an Amazon wish list, um, which is really exciting because it has all the things that we need for our hygiene kits. Um, so if you're interested in supporting with that, you can. And then we also have the ability to donate money, but we'll ship you um, hygiene kits. Mm. And so if you're interested, so if you don't live in Orange County um, and you want to do something uh, because you have an unhoused neighbor down the street from you, um, we're more than happy to ship you a hygiene kit or multiple hygiene kits. So that way you can start blessing those um, in your community. I love the way you're paying it forward and sending it even outside Orange County, California. It's so great. It's so great. All right. So everybody listening, we're going to be putting that link in the show notes. So please click on it. I'm also going to be putting it on all my social media so everybody will see it. We really want to raise money for you, Ashlyn. This is so exciting. All right. How can people find you? I know you're on Instagram and Facebook and all the places. How can they find you? Yeah. So we're on Instagram at Made for Others. And we probably live a little bit more on Instagram than any other social media platform. Um, You can see pictures and videos of everything that we're doing. Um, You can get in touch with us that way as well. We're constantly managing the messaging feature. Um, We're also on Facebook at Made for Others seven. Um, (laughs) and I know seven, uh, but it was already taken rude. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So anyways, you guys can uh, check us out on Facebook as well. And then, um, I just wanted to mention really quickly, no matter which way you choose to donate, um, we do are obviously a nonprofit organization. We'll provide you a tax receipt. Um, the only thing that I want to say about the Amazon wishlist, uh, for some reason, I don't get notified if things are purchased off of the website. So send me an email, um, made for others seven at gmail.com and I'll make sure to get you a tax receipt once I get your email confirmation. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ashlyn, this has just been so lovely and so much fun. Um, and I, I'm thrilled. I'm excited to be a part of this. I'm going to be out there with my son on the, the day that we're getting this going. Yay. I'm so excited. And I just, I'm so I wish people could see the joy you radiate as you talk about this, the the way you connect with others, you know, person to person. I know you personally. I know your heart. I know who you are. And I I want everybody listening to know. I personally vouch for Ashlyn Aww. and what she's doing. <laughs> I know her personally. I know where she works. I can. <laughs> but this is, it, it's a wonderful thing that you are doing. And I am so grateful that you are sharing your light and your heart and your mission with the world. And I'm just 
so thankful that I can be a small part of it and help you out in any way. It's so great. Aww. Thank you. Well, thank you. Do you have Do you have any last things you want to tell anybody listening? Yeah, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Tiffany, for allowing us to come on here and share about our nonprofit and um, I really bringing awareness to the unhoused community and um, putting back the humanity into their lives. Because yes. I think sometimes they, they have shared that they feel that they are not seen and that they are mm-hmm. outcasts of our co- community and our society. So thank you for just giving me the opportunity to share a little bit about what we're doing and to raise awareness. And I do want to say thank you to all of our donor donors so far, because we couldn't have done any of this without you guys. And um, we are happy um, with any and all donations. And we're just so grateful for the people who want to be a part of our work. Um, we're just so grateful. Well, I'm very excited. We're going to be doing an Instagram live soon. Yay! And then I think what we'll do is an Instagram live as we get really close to the event as well so that we can report to everybody how much you've raised and if this event is actually going to get to happen. And that's the thing. If we don't help you raise this money, then the event can't happen. Yeah. And we want... We want the, these people to get a nice warm shower and haircuts and even if it's just for one day to feel like a a person. Yes. You know? Like you said, we all know how it feels to get a shower at the end of a long, hard day. Yes. And if we've ever been camping for a weekend, we know how darn good <laughs> yes. it feels to come home and clean that grime off. And and for people like Ken to be able to have that opportunity is just so important. Yes. So thank you, Ashlyn. Thank you, Tiffany. We can't wait to have you back on and check in and see how things go. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with me today. I hope the stories of radical audacity that you heard today inspire you. If something resonated with you, please come on over to my DMs and let me know what you think of the episode, or better yet, leave a rating and review. And if you can think of a friend that would love to be inspired by these stories and would be uplifted and encouraged, please share this episode with your friend. Thank you so much for being here on this journey with me. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.